Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where we're revisiting all those amazing reality shows that unfortunately, or in some case fortunately, only had one season. I'm your host, Frank Pezzanite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And we're back, y'all. And we're back with a Filthy Rich Cattle Drive. Today we'll be discussing episode one, Who Wears Gucci Jeans? Great question. I also didn't realize the show had a hyphen in it. So like there was supposed to be clearly like a filthy rich colon series, but this is just the cattle drive one. Yeah. Now um, I feel deprived. Yeah. I feel very deprived. Um, Sadly, it has one star on IMDb. One. I, <laughs> I gave it six. It yeah. asked me to rate. And I was like, I'm going to give it six. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the scenes from the season looked very promising and I was excited, but a lot of the show, I was like, what did we get ourselves into? Um, I enjoyed it more than I thought. And, um, sorry that we're a little late coming back. We're about a month past when we said you told you guys we would, but, um, you know, it's COVID life gets in the way, but we're back now and we're excited to be back and we're excited to be in all of your ears. I know. 2021 guys. I mean, yeah. Who knew? (laughs) The worst. Um... So I thought we could talk a little bit of background before I dive into our first pretty short profile, to be honest. Um, But this show aired in 2005. Mm -hmm. And so the purpose of this cattle drive is for all of this cattle to arrive at the Cowboy Roundup Days in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. So we looked that up and that, at least in 2021, was July 1st through July 4th. So it's kind of like a big Independence Day parade with cattle. So we're assuming that they filmed in either June and turned it around very fast in August of 2005, or it was filmed the summer before in 2004. I personally <laughs> am leaning towards 2004, just because I feel like that's a very quick turnaround, but you never know. Yeah. I'm also... Yeah. I can't tell how much it's edited. It's kind of hacky. It is. I mean, I will say that there was a lot of stuff that I think in a more polished reality show would have been edited out. So maybe they did turn it around pretty quickly. Yeah. I texted Frank that it gave me Princess of Malibu vibes a little bit. Not, you know, take the like young 20 something boys out of it and give us more people to focus on. But, and it's not quite as lame as Princess of Malibu with the editing, but it has, it has notes of it. Yeah. And I feel like we see a lot more of the actual cameras. Um, Like in the shot, like the camera crew we've already seen in the first episode. So yeah, you're right. So it's very possible that um, they did turn it around that quickly. Yeah. Um, And we agreed to call the profiles, was it the hoedown? Hoedown lowdown. lowdown. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So our first hoedown lowdown, God, that's funny. Um, is Haley Geraldo. So I think I'm going to do them in the order that they were introduced in this first episode. I think that's perfect. And, and I have to say, quick sidebar. Yeah. Very shocked to A, see her on this show and B, to see how she's presenting to the world. Because I, first of all, I didn't know that Pat and Neil had a daughter or any kids for that matter. They have two. Um, and secondly, <coughs> not the kind of daughter I would think they would have. Like, no. they're, like, rock and roll and, like, down... I thought, like, they seem down to earth. I don't know. I was just surprised. Although, put a 2004 Malibu spin on it and... Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes sense, but I just... I'm just a little surprised that their their kid wasn't more down to earth. Yes. Um, I also think it's better... We only have eight episodes to cover people, and there are ten of them, and this way I think I can probably skip Kourtney Kardashian. I feel like we've all been... For clear. sure. Yeah, we can skip Kourtney. <laughs> we all know where Kourtney is now. I think she's doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, Haley, interesting fact for you, born February 16th. (gasps) Birthday twins! 1985. Um, And she has a sister named Hannah. Um, 
So they have two daughters. And Hannah actually was in a really bad car accident this oh. summer. Oh, so no. she's fine. Um, but I guess Pat Benatar released images of her vehicle because it was caused by a drunk driver. Oh. So now the family has kind of taken up the cause of fighting drunk driving. Um, she was very lucky that she was not severely hurt. And the sister, Hannah, also dated Kyle Massey, who is like a pretty famous actor. And he was on That's So Raven. He has quite a following, and I feel like he probably is a little young for me, but I feel like people know who that is. So okay. I'm, I'm I don't, it. but I'm ancient, so yeah. I'll have to look him up later. Well, back to Haley. So Haley was a 2002 Miss Golden Globe. Of course. Yeah, very exciting. And to me, this was the highlight of this very short lowdown in that she was rumored to date Harry Styles in 2014. Really? So when he was dating Kendall Jenner... There were rumors that he cheated with this blonde woman that was seen at one of his concerts. And it was, it was her? And it was Haley. Oh, that's good dirt. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how Courtney felt about that. I know. I, that made me think about it. Yeah. Um, so, but they both denied it. And she, apparently her mother just like got her and her friend like amazing backstage passes to One Direction but then someone gave a report to the tabloids that Harry and Haley were like texting a lot and still in touch and blah, blah, blah. But okay. yeah, they denied it. So she is now married um, to Matt Williams, who is a model and a Barry's boot camp instructor. Oh my God, I bet he's so hot. He's so hot, but he looks like he's not real. As you would say, he looks like he's carved out of With cream, cream cheese. cheese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> like he just looks like a Ken doll. Uh, but they got married on July 17th, 2017, and they have two daughters, Stevie and Lola. That was fast. Yeah. They've only been married for four years. Yeah, they got two. Two kids are, that's fast. Yeah. No, she had one a year later. Wow. Um, and she looks very different now than she does on this show. Um, oh, I know. Because, I only know because I did my due diligence this last night, or I either did it last night or this morning. I followed all of them on Twitter. Except for um, the Honorable Alexander, whatever the fuck, because he, I couldn't find him. Yeah. Um, and she looks very different. Yeah. Yeah. Very, she, I mean, she's gorgeous, but she's definitely had some stuff done. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, let me find a picture of her husband for you, because, yeah, there you go. Definitely carved out of cream cheese. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Hot, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. hot. Yeah. I mean, nothing to complain about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a good one. Um, but she, when I say she's had a little work done, she kind of looks like she has a new face compared to... Oh, I didn't recognize her. Same. And in fact, like, when I pulled up her Twitter, I mean, I think in the description it says, like, this is my only Twitter or this is my real whatever the fuck. And um, I, I was like, is that her? Like, I didn't think I had the right person. Same. Um, but that's really all that's going on with her. Like, really now she is an influencer with two kids. That's yeah. her, her claim to fame. Um, her mom still makes her Instagram once in a while, you know, Mother's Day post and all that, but that's really all she's been doing, and I couldn't get much historical dirt on her, at least in my brief dive, but something may come out later. I believe we will be seeing her mother at some point in the show. Okay. Because I was using IMDB to, like, find everyone's Twitters and stuff, and, um, Chris Jenner definitely makes an appearance. I believe Pat does as well. Okay. Like, one episode. Okay. Probably the finale, I would think. Oh, yeah. When they I... probably all show up at the Cowboy Jamboree or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God. What do we get ourselves into? Um, okay, so as we mentioned at the top, uh, the purpose of what all these rich people are doing is they are going to the Saddleback Ranch in Colorado. Steamboat Springs. Well, that's where they end up. No, the ranch is in Steamboat Springs. I looked it up. How far is the cattle drive? 
I think they might be just going in a big old circle. Shut up. The ranch is in Steamboat Springs. <laughs> well, so the premise is, is that 10 people are raising money for charity through this show. Yes. And it says that they're driving a herd of cattle over 100 miles. Oh, that might track. Because in Colorado, it's so big. Maybe Steamboat Springs, like... I mean, it's mountains and shit. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. snowboarding and skiing. I mean, yeah. Maybe they have to, like, go over somewhere. Yeah. Okay, fine. Fine. But whatever. Um, and so they only have two days to learn how to become real cowboys. Yep. So this is where we meet all the peeps. Mm-hmm. And I really wish that I could have had time to look up all of them, but we'll get to it. So Haley, as we mentioned... Oh, I didn't even Oh, mention... I made a whole list of who everyone was and who their parents were. Great. I, I, it's in my notes. I also didn't even mention Haley is the daughter of Pat Benatar. Yeah. <laughs> and Neil Gerardo, or Geraldo, or however you say their last name. And he was the music manager? Or in her he... band? Yeah, and he wrote a lot of her songs. Okay. Like, they, when I've seen her perform many times, and recently-ish, um, and now they're... Um, now they go by, like, Benatar and Gerardo. Like, it's like, you don't go see Pat Benatar. You see both of their names. He plays guitar for her. Cool. Like, they're together. And he managed her and wrote most, a lot of her songs. So okay. he's been involved. In, and they've been married for fucking ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got that vibe. They were, like, high school sweethearts or something. Like, it's crazy. That's cute. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Haley is already freaking out about where she's going to go to the bathroom and, you know, blow dry her hair. And without her extensions, she looks like a monster. And her mom doesn't think she can do it. No. I'm gonna. I'm with Pat Benatar. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have Noah Blake, who is the son of Robert Blake, mm-hmm. who was on the show Beretta. Correct. And then he says, and you know that little murder trial. He murdered his wife. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So how does Noah still have money at this point? Um. I don't know. So this is one of the reasons why I was going so deep into IMDb. Is that, first of all, Noah is way older than these. He was born in 1965, so he was 40. He looks it. When I mean, I think he's cute, but like, so, I mean, he's currently 56. Like, this, he's not young. And, and IMDb, they list him as the narrator. Like, he's not listed as a cast member, he's listed as narrator. So I thought, oh, maybe he has something to do with this show. So I did a deep dive into, like, the production, production, writing, credit, all of that stuff. And he's not listed at any of that. But you know who the two people are listed that I was very intrigued by? Oh, yeah. Joe Simpson, Jessica Simpson's father, is the producer, head producer of the show. And also Justin Barefield, Barryfield, who didn't know his name, but I recognize his face. He was the middle kid on Malcolm in the Middle. Oh. Which was very popular when the show was on. And he's listed not only as a producer, but as a writer. There are three people as listed as writer credits on the show, and he is one of them. Interesting. Very interesting. Someone had to write this horseshit. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so I don't get why, like, Noah is so much older than the rest of them, listed as the narrator, but also doesn't seem to be involved in it past that. He's also the only one who's still an actor. Like, he's an actor, I think he does a lot of voiceover work. And his Twitter handle is, like, the narrator or the voiceover art. It's, like, the something, D-A something or other. Oh, God. The voice actor, maybe? I don't know, it's weird. Okay. Um, and then we have Courtney Semmel. So um, I will be referring to her the entire time and from here on out as Courtney. Yes. <laughs> because that's how she spells it. Yeah. We have two Courtney's, one with a Z. And two Alex's. Like, who, who fucking cast this show? Well, one has to be referred to as Alexander because... Fine, still. It's confusing and annoying. Yeah. So, <laughs> or is it Courtney? <laughs> it's an extra... I say Courtney. Because okay. it's E-N-A-Y. Courtney. Okay. Great. <laughs> 
Um, and she calls herself the Princess of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. And she is the daughter of the Yahoo founder or CEO, both, whatever. Yeah. Um, so there's an epic shot of her, like, getting her hair done at the salon, and she's on her sidekick, and I... Oh, my God. I, I felt got, for you. My pants got tight. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, move over, Paris. It's my turn. You wish. All of these girls wish. They all, I mean, the whole, yeah. I mean, because this was airing around season two of The Simple Life, I think. Because Simple Life started in yeah. 2003. Yeah. So I'm sure all of them were like, we're going to be the next Simple Life. Like, this is our jam. Like, we're, we're going to be next. Yeah. Courtney is no Paris. Yes. Only Courtney with a K came out on top after this. Well, Brittany Gastineau did some stuff, right? But she already was. Because yeah. she already was on the Gastineau girls before this. Yeah. Anyway. We have, we'll have lots to say about court today. Yes. <laughs> and now I have to say it like that. <laughs> and then we meet George Foreman III, obviously mm-hmm. the son of George Foreman. Yep. Um, I find him very cute. I do too. And like very down to earth and very likable. I don't think he's going to make for very good TV. He's because not. He's kind of boring. He's, <laughs> and he's too normal. Yeah. But he's like very nice and helpful. And like throughout the episode, he's actually kind of interested in being like a rancher. Apparently he grew up on one. And has some experience with horses and stuff. So he's not going to make for great TV, but he's a very nice person. Um, I also, real sidebar real quick, I thought it was very funny at the opening. The I guess probably Noah said this when they did the voiceover. Some of the most, the children of some of the most famous names on earth. No. Beg to differ. Yeah. Beg, beg to, to differ. differ. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we have Shauna, but doesn't she spell it Shanna? She spells it S-H-A-N-N-A. Um, and she's the daughter of the Hulk. Lou Ferrigno, yeah. You're okay. too young. Like, yeah. anyone my age is like, oh my god, I know exactly who that is, but... Had to look it up. Um, I think the only people who are younger who may... Like, if anyone watched King of Queens, he played their neighbor, so he was... Like, some people may know him from that, but yeah. I mean, he's from a show from the 70s, like, I don't... And okay. the early 70s. I mean, I watched the Hulk when I was, like, three. Like, it's not... Okay. It's not a very current reference. Okay. And she's a personal trainer, you know. And, um, I'm gonna probably get canceled over this, but, um, I don't know. Like, she doesn't look like a personal trainer to me. No. I mean, she's not, she, her her body is perfectly lovely, but, like, she doesn't seem that toned or tight or, you know, like, I mean, and again, this was 15, 16 years ago, so maybe, like, the status of fitness has changed since then, but to me, if I saw her, I wouldn't think, oh, she's a personal trainer. So I think it's... Here are my two theories about that. She definitely doesn't look out of shape. By no, 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 no. But no, she's no. not, what Frank means is that, like, she's not like a ripped cut no, person. No, she's not like Haley's husband is what I'm saying. Right. So I think two things are true. She might think she's a personal trainer, right? Yeah. There's that. And then I think the second one is in that in today's modern age, I feel like ripped has taken on like a whole new level. And that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. with Instagram and stuff, I probably am just like looking at this with a 2021 gaze when I should be looking at it with a 2005 gaze. Yeah. Um, but I was just a little surprised. And also too, when she was working out with her dad, when they were showing those scenes, I don't know. I didn't think her form was that great. I don't know. It's I just know, kind of like, I don't, I'm not really getting this, but Although, all right. Here's some food for thought. The show Workout was only a couple years after that. Those people were ripped. Yeah. So okay. I know. Maybe, maybe it's that she thinks she's a personal trainer. Yeah. I mean, it's very possible. Yeah. Like she has her certification. <laughs> yeah. So then we meet Fabian Basabe. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be the profile I'm most curious to do. Today. Yeah. I'm most curious to hear about it. Yeah. Um, so he lives in New York. 
And he says he's the male version of Paris Hilton. So not only are the women wanting to be Paris, but the men are too. Well, but at the time, I actually do know who he is. His name is more familiar to me than the others. And he, he, not himself, but I believe Page Six or the New York Poster called him the male Paris. I mean, that is not a moniker he came up with on his own. I think he said that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he says he's the, did say on his um, nameplate, son of a business education tycoon? That's what I wrote down. Oh, no. Um, it may have. I just know that he's the son of a South American business tycoon. I'm not sure what kind of business. But... Okay. Interesting. Um, he's also married. Oh. 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 You know what? <laughs> I may be completely pulling this out of thin air. Okay. And I might be 100% wrong. I mean, I guess we could just look it up. He might be the heir of the leapfrog fortune. Oh. That education. That would make sense. It's that's ringing a bell to me. I might be making that up, but that's, I guess we'll know when you do the, the hoedown, but like that's, that's striking a chord in my brain. So, um, can't confirm that yet, but okay. we'll, we'll try. I mean, and I could be very wrong, but I don't know. That just popped into my head. So yeah, sure. Um, but th- I found it interesting that he's married. So mm-hmm. he's probably a little bit older than some of them too, or... He's 28 when this is being filmed, I believe. Okay. I do actually know what he's up to now because of his Twitter. I won't say anything, but like he's okay. 28. Interesting. I believe, I think when this was filmed. And someone else is married too, I think. Alex. Oh, yeah. Weird. Okay. Wow. That, yeah. I mean, the ages are all over the board. The, the guys are definitely older than the girls, ex- with the exception of Alexander, I believe. The girls are all still pretty young. Yeah. But the guys are all a lot older. Yeah. Yep. Um, But anyway, Fabian says that he doesn't cook and he doesn't do laundry and he and his wife have a housekeeper and he thinks the thing he'll miss the most is room service. Yeah. Which is, (laughs) I I cannot wait for you to do the deep dive because it does not jive with like what's going on with his life today. Ooh, okay. This narrative that he's putting forth back then. Okay. Um, and then we meet Brittany Gastineau and I actually, I think I watched Gastineau Girls. I did. Not with any like deep interest or vigor, but I think I watched it a couple times. It was her and her mom, right? Yep. Yeah. And I think it's so funny that like back then people still knew Mark Gastineau, but now no one, like she's more famous than her father. Yeah. He was a New York jet. Yeah. Who cares? And a long time ago, like in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she is a model with elite models and she was actually on Gastineau Girls at this time because she talks about it yep. in her intro. Um, and then we meet Alex Quinn and his dad is Anthony Quinn. Yep. Who is an actor? Very famous actor. Dead. But I mean, it was already dead when this was filmed. But okay. Very famous actor. And Alex is one of 12 children. Yes. His dad had a lot of wives, I guess. Oh, no. His dad had a lot of fucking. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he had that many wives. So it actually reminded me of that book we read for book club, The Malibu Family. I was like, oh, my God, his dad is Mick Riva. Thousand percent. Except Mick yeah, was a Malibu musician. Rising. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thousand percent. Um, And then Alex says that he's married, but they've been separated for a year. Mm-hmm. He got married in 2000. Okay. How old is he? Um, he also is like late twenties. Maybe he was the one that was twenty. They're all like late twenties, early thirties. But the girls are like twenty two. Yeah. Okay. He might have been born in like seventy seven, maybe. I'm okay. trying to remember. Okay. I mean, you'll you'll have an easy time when you do the hoedowns with the ages because like me just doing like IMDb and for their twitters, like all of that stuff came up right away. Okay. And then last but not least, we meet Alexander Clifford, and he's got some like honorable lord mentions or whatever. But he's a lord son from England. Um, yeah, he's the honorable. 
Yeah, the Honorable mm-hmm. Alex Clifford. Um, and he says, I don't know, I just see American culture as McDonald's. And there are a lot of Americans who'd be thrilled with that description, so. 100%. And his father's name is Lord Thomas U. John Clifford. Have a few more first names. Yeah. He, I, he was the one I could not find on Twitter. I mean, it's kind of a normal... I mean, I used the Honorable. I used H-O-N. There were some people that showed up from England, but, like, definitely not him. Like, he just is in the vapor. I feel like if he's really, like, old UK money, Twitter probably doesn't appeal, but... No. All right, we'll do our best. Oh, and interestingly enough, um, the ranch, the Saddleback Ranch, did not have a Twitter, but they do have an Instagram. Sure. And a Facebook. So okay. I was going to follow them as well. I am an elitist and did not bother trying to find or following any of the people that work on the ranch. I only did the, uh, the rich children. Um, Ask me how many of the ranch hands names I wrote down because it's probably like one. Uh, I wrote a couple of them down. Um, all right. So we kind of, everybody introduces themselves on the tarmac and this is when we get all this information that we just talked about. And they take a private jet to Colorado. Well, first we need to talk about the very disturbing thing that Alex said during his little blurb when he talked about being married and being separated. And he said, and I threw up in my mouth, my wife is like a sister to me. Bleh! Gross! So you're fucking your sister. That is disgusting. That is not how I want my spouse to describe me as a relative. No. He also said he has Latin blood running through his veins. And I was like, are you trying to say that you're like a Latin lover or what? Well, Anthony Quinn was a very, like, that was his whole jam. That he was a very, you know, like a modern day Rudolph Valentino. God, he's McRiva. Yeah, he really is. I mean, you, you called it good. All I mean, right. he really is. Um. So anyway, they are on the private jet to Colorado. And... They're talking about, like, what to wear for, like, cattle driving. And someone says, like, well, Gucci makes cowboy hats and all that stuff. Um, The person who says that was Fabian. Yeah. And then... But not this season. (laughs) (laughs) And then, is it Haley that says that she brought a battery-powered flat iron? Yes. Good for her for finding one. I know. She's a smarty. Um, And then Courtenay, who is flirting with Alex... And it looks like they are, like, drunk at a club already. The level of flirtation that's happening in front of everyone, in broad daylight, like, one seat away. Um, what, I was too busy being distracted and screaming with joy over the fact that they were smoking on the plane! I was like, oh my god, get me on that fucking plane! My notes is smoking on a plane, what a luxury! Yeah, I was like, this is the best! I also love that Courtenay apparently does not know the difference between a rose and a carnation! <laughs> note so (laughs) does he go to the bathroom or she goes he goes to the bathroom and he comes out and she is so flattered and says alex gave me a red rose it's a cheap ass red carnation Carnation. and why are there carnations in the bathroom on a pj i don't know i don't know but they are they're drinking and smoking and they are holding hands yep and they're talking she's like do you ever come into hollywood do you ever go out and he says, I will now. Where should we go? And she says, the Ivy, Koi, Matsuitsu. Like, she's just naming all these places. Spider Club. Spider Club. Uh, I'm happy to say that I have been to three of the four. Uh, I figured. <laughs> Which one haven't you been to? Matsushiu or whatever. That one, I'd never even oh, heard of it. Matsuitsu? Yeah. That's, uh, I feel like we've seen several shows that go there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Brittany Gastineau is surprised by all this flirtation. And I don't know why she's kind of, I mean, it's weird. It's jarring, but I don't get why she's like butthurt about it already. 
She seems a little bit... I think because... Huffy. You know, she's been on reality TV before. I think she knows how this works. And I think she knows if there's a quote-unquote romance that they're going to get more screen time. And there's no one else romanceable other than him. Mm, okay. Like, Alexander is too young and not interested. Fabian's married. Noah's too old. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of it. So... I, I think that she's probably like, oh, there goes my screen time. Well, I'm offended for George Foreman the third, but fine. Is, is, doesn't he have a girlfriend already too? I oh, thought I he was know. had a girlfriend or was married. Oh, maybe. Um, but so someone says they're going to be causing some trouble, and then everybody makes them kiss on the jet. It's no. Um, so then Alexander says to end the scene that he finds them all materialistic and superficial. Yeah, I put in my notes that I think he's going to be our Greek chorus and I'm here for it. Yeah. Like, I think his whole purpose is going to be a little, like, reality check. Yeah, I'm also waiting for Alexander, we'll talk about it later, I guess, but I'm, I'm going to say it now while it's still in my mind. Just as, like, old money England, I expect him to be good on a horse. In a very different way, obviously. I expected all of them to be good on a horse. Me too. I thought rich people all have horses. Me too. Like, when I was growing up, like, all the little girls that I... Because I grew up sort of country adjacent. um, All my friends in, like, middle school, they all the rich kids had horses. They All the girls had ponies and stuff. Like, isn't that a thing? Yeah. Also, I would think that they, like, would have been playing polo or, like, a horse was foreign to a lot of them. It was very weird. Yeah, I was very surprised. Very surprised. Although the... maybe they picked people who, like, didn't know anything about horses for the show. And I mean, I'm trying to remember. I mean, Courtney did okay, right? Because, I mean, the Kardashians do ride horses because Kendall and Kylie, like, half in that show, they're always, like, riding horses with, um, with, um, oh my gosh, why am I drawing? Caitlin. Oh, Courtney must have done fine. And I'm going to go, I don't, I mean, I haven't seen this before. Courtney Kardashian, I don't think she's going to be on the show very much. She's not, she was hardly in this episode. No, 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 no. She, I'm very disappointed because she's definitely going to be background. Yeah. Like, I, I, it, I don't think we're going to see much of her at all. And when you put Courtney against Courtney, yeah. there's a big difference in who has more problems. Which is funny because Courtney is the one that got her to be on the show. Like, apparently they're best friends, quote unquote. I'm, I'd be dying to know if they're still friends. I bet they are. You think? We'll have to do some little deep diving. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it is day one and they have 48 hours to go. So I'm guessing that's that's how this episode is counted down, like from when they're leaving on this cattle drive. So there are some pickup trucks on this tarmac and Steamboat Springs and Kourtney Kardashian says they're really dirty and really old and we had to sit in the back. Okay, Court. Yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like ranchers in Colorado are probably just as wealthy as some of them. Well, and that's what I was thinking is I thought it was funny because I'm sure the owners of this ranch are rich, 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 rich. Yeah. And they were all acting like, oh, like these like crazy rich kids. And I'm like, I, like you said, like they probably have just as much money. Um, also, my note says, and I know you didn't watch later seasons, but it's for all of you out there who did. It's a production borrow this truck from Ray Pruitt. From now to an Oh. <laughs> I do know who that is. Same same sad orange truck. I swear it had the same like scratches and dents on it. So um, anyway, they are taking the cattle to Cowboy Roundup Days, as we mentioned. Um, and what's the 100 red and 100 black? Is that the number of cattle? Yeah. So they're broken into two teams. There's yeah. the red team and the black team. Um, and so I, I guess they each get 100 cattle. Um, and the teams are red is Brittany... Shayna, Alexander, Courtenay, and Alex. That's black. No, that's red. I have it opposite. No, oh my god, I have it as red. <laughs> then I have black as George, Courtney, Fabian, Noah, and Haley. 
I have it opposite, but we'll... Um, well, we'll have to check again, so... <laughs> also, who cares? Yeah, true. Doesn't really matter. Well, wait. Well, wait. The Black Crew won, and so... Oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. I have it backwards, because Noah yeah. didn't win. All right, you're right. You're 100% right, and I'm 100% say, wrong. Who who had to do the dishes? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're right, and I'm wrong. Yeah, also, we can talk more about this, but the two teams angle thing, like, I'm not sure I care. No, I don't either. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to make it competitive and more interesting, but I don't know that it's going to work for me. Um, and then we meet some of the, like, ranch staff, and there's Joshua, and then the ranch owner with... Wayne, <laughs> and his son, Jared. Yep, and then there's Maria. Maria, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I'm not particularly invested in any of them either. No. And all the girls are, I swear, all of them are carrying a Balenciaga motorcycle bag. Yep. All of them. Yep. In a bright color. Yep. Which is very 2004, which... That leans 2004 to me. And true religion jeans. Yes. Um, so they say, you know, you guys aren't really dressed for, for riding, so put on pants and boots and let's head on down to the trail. And they're eating potato soup for lunch, and Alex and Brittany Gastineau are talking about, like, dieting and weight, and he says that he used to weigh 286 pounds. Yes. And Brittany Gastineau cannot pick up, her, like, her jaw is on the floor and she can't pick it up. She is aghast. She's like, she's never heard that number before. Yeah. And then Courtenay says she's jealous. Oh, because he's talking to Brittany. I was like, what? Yes. Um, yeah, it, it was hysterical. Like she's already, she's like, I'm a little jealous. And I'm like, what? You've known him for eight hours? If that, like, this is insane. No, like three. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so then... Brittany Gastineau said something about how, like, she's puffy right oh, now. I wrote all of this down because I have so much to fucking say about it. Go for so it. So what Brittany said was, she goes, and he, <clears throat> they were talking about dieting, and she goes, well, I'm fat right now. And he, knowing she's a model, said, oh, do you plus size model? As a joke, because she yes. called herself fat, and then she loses her fucking mind. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, you're going to give me a complex. How do you say this? I hate when people do this, men and women, when they go, oh, I'm so fat. And if you go, okay... Like, you said it, bitch. And, like, he was just kidding. And she, like, and then everyone at the table gets involved. I, justice for him. Like, I, I, not that I like Alex, love him, whatever. But in that moment, I'm like, this is bullshit. Complete bullshit. He did nothing wrong. And you all suck. No, she was looking for a compliment. Yeah. She was fishing for him to say, like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he didn't take the bait. And she lost her fucking mind. Yeah, it was dumb. Also, there's nothing puffy about her. No. She, no, she said fat. She didn't say puffy. She said, I am fat. Fat right now. Those were her exact words. Yikes. Um, so Joshua is like, I don't know, head trainer, head ranch hand. He's the one that's basically training them through this horrible process. And he said that his expectations are low because they move so slow. Yeah. And they do. They do, but I also, here's the thing. Is he that- also, he needs... He's not very good at telling them what they should be doing, I will say. No, and I take a little umbrage with this because it's, you can't take, you can't take a bunch of people who've never done something before and then expect them to learn it in 30 seconds and then get mad when they don't, which is what he's doing. Yeah. I don't think I would have done any better because I've never been on a horse. It's like, I don't, I mean, I know it's all for the show and we're doing it for the show and whatever, but still it was just like, come on, dude. Like you're, you're expecting them all to just intuitively know. And when they don't, he's yelling at them and that's not how you incentivize someone. No. Um, and then the other ranch hands are looking at what they're all wearing and they they said that stuff's not going to last out here. Yeah. True. 
Very true. I did think it was kind of telling how far we've come in the jeans department. When um, was it Courtenay that couldn't get on the, the the horse because her jeans were too tight? And like, yeah. Um, now we all wear stretch jeans. <laughs> I know. That wouldn't be an issue now. I know. Um, so they go down to catch horses, which basically just means like go get on their horses. Yeah. And so this is where I was really blown away at how dumb they all look next to a horse. Like, I find it hard to believe that none of them went to, like, an equestrian camp or, like, played a sport that involved a horse or, like, no one had anything remotely riding gear on. And that shocked the hell out of me. Well, and also, these are people who love to shop. Like, and I know, like, when I was a runner, I was like, my favorite part about running is all the accessories and clothes I can buy. Like, don't tell me if you're going to go on a cattle ride that you need to walk your ass to Barney's and be like, get me the most expensive riding shit you have up in here. Like, yeah. I don't... If I were going to be on a show where I got to learn, like, dressage in the UK, you can bet that I would have, like, some sweet, like, equestrian pants with, like, some Like Ralph badges. Lauren from yes. head to toe. Yes. That's what I would do. Yeah. I know. So, watching them, it, it's, like, I get why the ranch hand is frustrated, but he's also not being very helpful. No. So, like, they're trying to put the saddles on themselves. Saddles are heavy. The girls are small. The horses are tall. No one can get on them. And, like, it's funny because it made me think of the movie, um, oh, God, what's it called? With Sandra Bullock where she's in rehab for drinking. Oh, 28 Days Later. Yeah. Or 28 Days. And they do the equestrian therapy. Yeah. And, like, you can see where some of the people on the show need equestrian therapy. Like, you really do need to take a minute and, like, figure out what you're doing. And Courtenay, oh, boy. No. Oh, she doesn't want to do that. She doesn't want to stop and think. And um, because I got to go on my little diatribe about the fat thing, I'm going to let you talk about the jeans thing. And Haley. So, <laughs> Courtenay cannot get on her horse, as we mentioned, because her jeans are too tight. Her true religion jeans are too tight. Yes. A shockingly boot cut. So, she could have been wearing some boots, but... Yeah. And I actually didn't write down what Joshua said to her. He said, like... Oh, he said to her... So, she was like... She's like, my jeans are too tight, whatever. And he was like, well, that's... You shouldn't be wearing, like, Gucci jeans. And she's like, who wears Gucci jeans? And she's like, what? Right. So, she said, first of all, who wears Gucci jeans? No one. Give me a stepping stool. Fair. Which Actually, is fair. They use those to get on horses. Yeah, small women do yes. use a stool to get on a horse. Um, so then Haley says that the Gucci jeans comment was really rude and she found it racist. Racist. <laughs> racist, y'all. Racist. Racist. Against whom? White people? Who is it racist against? I don't know. I really hope that George Foreman III was not anywhere in the vicinity when that comment was made because I'm sure he would have stroked out and died right then and there. Yeah. Also, to Haley's point, though, if Courtenay had been wearing Wranglers, she wouldn't have been on that horse any faster. No. And also, I think what she meant is classist. Yes. Of course. Yeah. They just don't know what that means. No. So then Courtenay finally gets on the horse and she just, she's not, Joshua actually is giving her some instructions, but he's pissed at her at this point and he's being like curt and sort of standoffish and she's not listening at all. Like she's going into meltdown mode and he doesn't want to help her with it. So like she keeps pulling the horse backwards and like, I just felt so bad for the horse. I was like this poor thing. Well, and like you were saying earlier with the equine therapy stuff, animals read your vibe and if she's a stressed out mess... Her horse is going to be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And he was exacerbating that issue. Yeah. I know. 
Um, but then, so everybody gets on their horse, and do they take, like, a little ride? Or they're just riding around the ring at this point? Just around the ring. Um, but then Joshua, like, at the end of the session, I found it interesting. He tells them all that they did a pretty good job, and he says, you know, I know that I can be, like, kind of tough, but I've got to push you because we have a short amount of time to, like, get better at this. And I was like, okay, that was somewhat nice. Um, but I feel like that should have come at the beginning of the lesson. Also, I liked his little, like, aside where he was complimenting their cowboy hats, which they did manage to get, but also... Those were in style at the time. Yeah. Um, I'm sh- and I was shocked because they said they got them at Fred Siegel. I was expecting them to say Kitson. I know. I thought for sure they were going to say Kitson. <laughs> but they said, and doesn't he say who's that? Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> um, and then we learned that Kourtney Kardashian is terrified of getting bucked off a horse. Yeah. That's what she says. She, I, she said, I'm terrified of getting bucked. And I misheard and laughed for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that. And then we have 36 hours to go. This is going to be a long episode. The show the show felt long to me. It really did. Oh, see, I felt like it went by pretty quick, but I didn't have as many commercials breaks as you. Oh, oh which, sidebar, we forgot to tell you guys, if you wish to watch along, um, pretty much the only way to do it is the NBC app or if you have YouTube Premium. Like, I couldn't find it on regular YouTube, and I have Premium, but you have YouTube TV. Yeah. So if you have YouTube TV, you can. I think if you have Hulu Premium... Hulu like the, Live. Hulu yeah. Live you can, or through the NBC app. Yeah. Um, and the NBC app, it only had four commercial breaks. It wasn't that bad. So YouTube TV only has that amount of breaks. It's the number of ads they cram into those breaks. Oh, it's weird. Mine, The most mine had was seven ads, but they were like 10 second ad. Like it went fast. YouTube TV sometimes is, I swear. Like I didn't even have time to like run to the bathroom or anything. No. Oh God. Um... So they have 36 hours to go, and they head to a bar for drinks. Which they couldn't, I didn't see the name of. I tried. I froze and looked, and you, they didn't show it. I'm sure we could find it. Um, so they toast to French, friendship and exploration. And they start talking about their monthly allowances at the table. Mm-hmm. And so someone, let's see. Someone says they get $2,000 a month. That was, um, that wasn't Courtenay. Who was that? Noah? No, Courtney gets no. four. Yeah, Courtney gets four, because I said she gets $52,000 a year for allowance. Um, Fabian gets $20,000 a month. Ballpark, he said. Was it Brittany, then? I don't know. It was one of the girls. Maybe it was Haley. It must have been Haley, then. Yeah, and Fabian says $2,000 a month is a phone, phone bill. bill. Well, back then, when you had to pay for texting and stuff, you know, <laughs> pay by the minute. So... Someone estimates $20,000 a month, and he says ballpark. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, and he says that he worked for his dad for a while, but his own dad fired him. Because he came in late and drank rosé all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Courtenay and Alex are, like, making out? Kissing? Sitting in each other's laps? Um, yes. And this is where I take issue, because I can't remember if it's here or a little later in the, in the, at the bar... Where Brittany, like, loses her... She's, like, they're, like, having sex. And I'm, like, what? Like, they're they're not even French kissing. Like, I don't... Huh? Also... Like, do you know what sex is, Brittany? If he were a smoke show, I would be, like, okay, get jealous and get in there. He is not. No. Although, now... Okay, He's a little silver foxy. Like, I'm into it. Him. Present day. I could see that, but not in this show. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, I mean, he's not ugly, but he's not, like, anything to, like, cream your jeans over. No. uh Uh-uh. Um, so then Alex says he was born out of wedlock and he didn't really know his dad till he was like 16. 
And this is where he also says he's had a bunch of weird jobs, including working at Logan Airport in Boston. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's because I don't even think he connected with his dad until he was in his teens. I mean, he was an illegitimate child. Like, I don't know if his dad even supported him financially. Like, then how is it like, he considered like an heir of anything? Why is he on this show? Because he's an actor. Okay. And I'm sure he begged his agent to get him on the show. And he's like, I have a famous dad. Get me on the fucking show. Okay. Um, and then we learned Fabian is skeptical of Alex because he thinks he's interested in the lifestyle, not the actual women. Yeah, he basically called him a gold digger. I don't, I mean, Fabian's the one with the bigger bank account, I guess. He could, he can probably sniff that out pretty fast. Yeah. I didn't entirely disagree, but it felt very early to say that, given that it's been an afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Courtenay says her dad feels like she should work her way up like him. But she says her days consist of going to the beach, having lunch, resting, going to the pool, and then going out. Uh-huh. Well, no, what she says is, wait, where, because I wrote the whole thing down. Um, she says, there's uh, there's more to me than just being a spoiled brat. And she goes, like, going to lunch, going to the beach, getting home, taking a nap, hanging by the pool, and going out. What? What? That's the <laughs> definition of being a spoiled brat, lady. Um, and Weirdly, she- though, I have to say this. I don't want people to pile on me. I like her. <laughs> like, I want to not like her, but I like her. Oh, she's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't hate her yet. Yeah. She is a huge fucking brat, and I'm going to struggle with her, but she's she makes her But I find me. her to be an endearing brat, as opposed to a brat that I want to, like, backhand. This sure. Is probably, I, I, I reserve the right to change my opinion as we get further into the show. Oh, no, I found her entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she gets $4,000 a month right now just for bills. So I think that doesn't include other things. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that when all of these people talk about their allowances, that is actually cash money and not what they're also putting on their credit cards. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. I think that's like her rent and like a few bills here and there, but I bet she charges up a storm. I also thought it was very interesting that she said, like, my dad wants to work, but I choose not to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and she said it like it was noble. Like, I've chosen not to work. Like, someone who's staying home with their child. Yeah. Like, I've chosen not to work. I'm going to stay home with my kids. Nope. I've just chosen not to work. Yeah. I want to I wanna do that. I want to choose not to work. Yeah, me too. Um. So then they get back to their, the ranch, and Courtney wants a helicopter to pick her up and take her somewhere. She just yeah. wants- Aspen to go shopping. Yeah, she wants to go shopping. And she wants to take Alex with her. Great. Sure. Okay. So, we need to speed this up. The show was not that entertaining. Uh, we have 28 hours to go. It is day two. Josh wakes everybody up. They have an hour to get ready. And no one wants breakfast. They seem a little hungover, but they have to get going. And they're going to, like, go round up some cattle today. Well, I think the other thing, the reason they seem hungover, what they kind of left out is they're all on, I think the majority of them, on West Coast time. And so the time difference is a little, I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's probably four in the morning for them. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's Fabian. He says, how does the sun come out at 5.30 a.m. and stay out until like 7 p.m.? Yeah. That's called summer, bro. I don't know. Well, if you get up at noon. I know. <laughs> it's like Mexican dynasties up in here. Um, so then the teams choose captains. So black team, red team, not invested at all in the team versus team dynamics of this show. Well, and especially because it sounds like they're, they're, well, it doesn't sound like, I believe the captains change every week anyway. So it's yeah. like, whatever. So Noah and Alex are the first team captains. And they're going to be judged on teamwork, attitude, and like how they do leading and driving cattle. 
So Noah is red. Yeah. And, and I got it right in these notes. Noah's red team captain and Alex is black team captain. Yeah. Um, so they go out for a ride to round up cattle and... Also, really quick aside, and I know we need to wrap this up, but... Well, we have a ways to go. But why... Where do the cows go? Like, I know where they're taking them, but I was like, it's in the 2000s. So put them on a truck. I don't know. Like, why do they have to walk them there? Uh... That's a great question, and we should look that up as we continue. But I'm guessing that it's actually, like, I don't know. Because I, I would assume the only place that you really take cows now would be to slaughter. And don't they go on a truck? I don't know. Like, do they make them Batan Death March walk to their deaths? Like, for miles? Like, I don't... Sometimes, probably. Seems like a lot of work. And just throw them on a fucking truck. I don't... I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Maybe it's... I mean, how many trucks, though, for a hundred cows? So maybe it's faster to, like, move them all as a unit over a mountain. I mean, a hundred cows, I can probably fit 20 per truck. Five trucks, let's go. I, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you asking me? If any of you out there in listening land know anything about this and cows and cattle, please let us know. This feels like something my husband would know. I'll have to ask He'll be him. like, oh, I read this book once. And it's like, oh. okay, of course you did. Um, So they're out to, like, ride their horses and learn how to round up cattle but no one seems to be giving them instructions and they say it turns into pandemonium and it does and this is another case where i was like you're throwing these people into a situation where they're not prepared for and expecting them to just intuitively know what to do like that's not how you do things no i would think you just like ride along next to the cows but i don't know yeah i don't um but this is where courtenay and her horse oh man um this was honestly i feel like this scene Needs to make a clip show of one of the most iconic lines on television. The, I'm fucking naked on a horse. Or no, I'm fucking naked on, I'm, I'm naked on fucking television is what she says. Like, why isn't that on every clip show? Because it was amazing and hysterical. And also, she had on like, it didn't even look like a bra. It looked like a bathing suit top. You're not naked. They did blur it though, which was a little weird. I know. Well, it looked like she had two camisoles on and then the strap of the outer one broke yeah. almost. And she thought, she kept screaming she was naked on television. And who says, it's either Alex or Noah, they say they'll blur it out. Noah. Yeah. Yeah. Because he says they'll blur it out. And that's what I mean about, you were being maybe worried about the editing because I feel like that stuff would have been edited out. Um, Alex is the one who very nicely gives her his shirt. Yes. Um, and... You know, they're they're all just messy and they don't know what they're doing. And Josh is frustrated with them that they don't know what they're doing. But he didn't seem to help them. No, he didn't help them at all. Yeah. Um, so then, I don't I don't have more to say about the pandemonium. It is, it's a lot. Courtney breaks her top and she's like... Yeah, I mean, they're all just kind of going every which way. The horse is going crazy. Her top rips and she's naked on television. I still am confused as to how her top ripped. But, um... And... Of all the tops that are probably in her suitcase, that was not one of the nicer ones. Calm down, Courtney. Uh, well, I don't think she was mad that it was ruined. I think she was mad that, like, her bra was on TV? I don't know. Um, but <laughs> that was also the only thing in the pandemonium that we need to talk about very briefly is that Noah was being a dick and not even on her team and trying to boss her around and kind of was inserting himself everywhere. Yes. He wasn't on her team. He shouldn't have been inserting himself. He wasn't wrong. She, he was like, you need to hold the reins of that horse. You need to hold the reins of that horse. She was just like freaking the fuck out and like not taking control. And I was like, you, your horse is going to buck you. Yeah. Like, anyway. So then they're having pizza and they're talking about the 800 count polyester sheets they're all sleeping on and that they're itchy. 
And oh, wait. First, we have to do it when they ended that Courtney immediately lights up a cigarette while on the horse. Yeah, I know. And gets yelled at. But I'm like, don't cowboys smoke? In Marlboro ads? Yeah, but I would think in real life, too. Like, I thought it was where he's like, put out that cigarette. I was like, whatever. And then she didn't. At least they edited it to make it look like she was like, fuck you, I'm lighting it anyway. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, and it's lunch, not dinner. Um, but <laughs> after they ride. And Courtney calls her dad, and she's screaming and crying, and she doesn't think she's ready for this. And she says, I need you to, like, call the network or something. This is abnormally difficult. My life was threatened out there today. She also says, I saw my life flash before my eyes yes. when my shirt ripped. Yep. Like, what? <laughs> yes. Talk about someone who's never experienced adversity ever. Like, if that's enough to push you right over the edge and see your life flash before your eyes, you've had a very sheltered life. Well, and, like, I will totally give her the, like, this is difficult, we're not getting instructions, like, this is harder than I thought, but not, your life was not threatened today. No. You almost fell off a horse today, because you were being a bitch. Well, and if she said that, if she said, like, my horse bucked and I almost fell, I saw my life flash before my eyes, sure, great, I get it. But it was my shirt ripped and I saw my life flash before my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone else gets injured later and there's a lot of drama when someone has like a minor injury on yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then Josh introduces everyone to the charities that they're going to be like raising the money for. And um, he said charities plural, but I think the one that we see in the scene like connects kids with disabilities with like equestrian therapy and like riding horses and stuff. Oh, do you think it's a different charity every week? Might be. He says charities plural, but I don't know. I wonder though, maybe um, behind the scenes, like each team got to pick a charity. So maybe. maybe like every time black wins, it'll go to that charity, and every time red wins, it'll go to the other. I mean, maybe something like that. Yeah, um, but there's a very short scene of them meeting, um, like a mother and a kid. Um. So let's see. Oh God. So this is where they go to check to see if the cows are pregnant. First of all, Paris and Nicole did it first. We've already seen this. I mean, I've seen this on multiple reality shows. Yeah. It's a stupid trope. Um, and I'm going to need to take a cow anatomy class because do cows give birth out of their butts? Like, why wouldn't you stick your hand up their vagina? They might be very close together. And you could still feel, I guess you could feel the baby if it's big enough, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, either way, I never need to see anyone shove their like arm up a cow's ass ever again. I've seen it multiple times on multiple shows. It can be done forever. Yeah. Um, so it's gross. Super gross. Um, everyone gets shit on. Yeah, everyone gets shit on. And like a certain number of people from each team have to do it. And like they're awarded by like who was right, like pregnant versus not pregnant. Three per team. Yeah. And then Alex gets mad because Noah didn't want to do it and pushed Haley to do it for her team instead. And whatever. I don't know. He's trying to encourage other teammates to do things and he's kind of a dick. We've already established that. Um, and then when she like takes her arm out, she falls. I'm guessing she like slips and shit or yeah. something or she's flustered and she hits her head on part of like this metal rig or whatever. It looks very painful. I mean, head wounds also just look pretty gross. Like if you've ever hit your head pretty hard, they can bleed a lot. Yeah. Like, they, they always look more severe than they are. Um, but Alex says, Noah caused Haley to get hurt. Yeah, and he wants to, like, oust him as captain. And I'm like, it changes every week. Like, huh? Like, every day I think the captain changes. So, like, he'll be gone also, tomorrow. Noah encouraged her to do it for her team, and he was pushy about it. He's not the one who made her fall in shit. Let's... Come on. Um, 
So let's see. Then we're at dinner, and this is where we talk about, like, which team won the day. Okay? And that's when they get a $5,000 donation made, like, on behalf of the winning team. So we find out that the black team wins, which is Alex and not Noah. Um, So they get a hot rock massage, which, excuse me, I thought the reward is that we are giving money to charity and that you don't have to do the dishes like the losing team. Now we're getting massages for these assholes? I was not happy about that. Well, and also, how much did the massages cost? Right. Like, because that was, what, five people getting a massage. Like, they come to you. So you're looking minimum thousand bucks total for those massages. Like, give that extra thousand dollars to the charity. Right. So what's weird, though, is that, so Alex is the winning captain. They say, you get to pick who gets the five stone massages. And he's like, well, I'm going to pick my own team. Like, duh. Not duh, though. Duh for now. But I would imagine as it gets further along, like, say, because I'm trying to remember, are um, Alex and um, Courtenay on the same team? Yeah. Because say they weren't. Like, say that you were, like, your bestie got... Well, because you know what? Like, Kourtney Kardashian is not on the same team. And she and Courtney are supposed to be best friends. So, like, maybe if they won and Courtney was captain, she'd be like, I want Courtney to come again. Like, I mean, they're setting it up for drama, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but so then Noah is butthurt about this. Yeah. And he makes a comment like, you know, well, I'll step up and do the dishes. Like, my, my team murdered you guys out there today. He did say we, my team murdered it. Yeah. And I think he's using murdered instead of killed. Like, my team killed it, is what he meant. Yeah. Very interesting choice of words for someone whose father is a murderer, I thought. But, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but Shauna, like, really takes the comment to heart in a way that I didn't think it was intended. He was just pissed that he lost. Like, it was weird, but she... There's like a little altercation about it. I get where she's coming from because she misheard him. She thought he said we murdered you guys and they want, it was very, that is, we, we, I'm going to do this just because we killed it is like, that's fine. But saying I'm going to do this just because we murdered you guys implies that like, I don't believe this. We should have won. You didn't win. And I don't think that's what he was saying. And that's how she took it. And I think this is where we see that she is the Incredible Hulk's daughter and she probably is a personal trainer. I think she's super competitive. Yeah. And I think the fact that he was shitting on her win did not bode well with her. Yeah. Um, so we're setting up her drama and then Courtney ends the episode and she says, I could really care less about this. I'm doing the activities for charity, not to take the experiences with me. Yeah. And oddly, they never picked another person to do the dishes. No. And then it seemed like they were all kind of doing the dishes. I know. Like kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know about you, but the scenes for the next was a little confusing because it was like coming up on and it seemed like a montage, but then it said this season on after that. So I'm like, does all that stuff happen next week? I don't know. Because there's a lot that went on. So I think both of it was like a montage of what's going to be happening for the season. I think next episode will be the beginning of the cattle drive. Yeah. And they also haven't figured out how to set up tents or sleep in them or do anything like that yet. No. Yeah. No, they have not. So. It's going to be funny. Um, it is going to be funny. I actually enjoy it. And I do think I watched this when it was on. I'm sure I did. I, I remember nothing about it. But, um, yeah, it was amusing me a lot more. That I, I didn't have high hopes, and especially with a one star on IMDb. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I think it's going to be fun and funny. Yeah. We'll do it. Um, And I hope you guys are enjoying the ride along with us. And we're glad to be back. And we'll talk to you in two weeks. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye.
Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at One Hit Pod. You can email us at franklymarebb at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at Hey It's Mare B. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>